This week on the Paul G. Johnson show, I mean photo nerds, Gary finds the record button on his audio and I'm told to shut up. Right, so before we get going, let's just explain uh, why it's been a little bit sporadic in terms of us posting new podcasts. Yeah, it's because the audio was naff. Well, when we say the audio was naff... Gary's audio is naff. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, my audio was yeah. naff. Yeah. Allegedly, nothing. Yeah. No, nothing. He didn't record Allegedly. for the first 10 minutes of no. one of them. No, because I f- keep forgetting to press a button. Because you've got to press a button twice. It's not easy oh, yeah. to remember that at to my press age. two buttons. <laughs> no, no, one button twice. I think that was one confusing. One button twice, yeah. It needs to have a press me and then press me again underneath it. No, in the <laughs> old days, in the old cassette recorder, it used to be a play button and a record, and you'd press them both down at the same time. Can What's you remember? Oh. Lots of cassette recorders. Go back to the old days. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we've we've changed the formats ever so slightly because we want to concentrate more on the audio than we do on the visual aspect. So therefore, anybody watching us on YouTube now will only get one camera angle and that's it because we're assuming if you want to listen to us or want to watch us on YouTube, you're not going to sit there gawking at lots of different camera angles. You're literally going to, I imagine, put your device in the corner, turn your speakers up, get on with your life, and listen to us moaning <laughs> in the background. That's yeah. it. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Well, let's do it. Let's, let's, yeah. hope, let's hope for that. And then it means that we can hopefully Keeps, get these yeah, out more. Yeah, we can do them more often then, yeah. Less, more, less more regularly. Yeah. And we're also going to try and uh, be a little better, bit better with uh, Mike Etiquette. So we're going to try and not talk Mike over Etiquette. Each. <clears throat> try and not talk. I wonder if there's talk, somebody called Mike Etiquette. Try and not talk over each other. Do you, not, do you not? Uh, is, that, is that not? I don't understand. Or just Mike generally is. talk lots. Mike yeah. etiquette. Mike <laughs> etiquette is is if I'm talking, yeah. you wait until I take a breath before you. Yeah, talk. but we'd never be able to speak. It'd be over then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It'd just be a show about Paul G. Johnson. <laughs> who got the comment last time about? Uh, uh, it, only uh, because you're paying them to. It's not legit, <laughs> is it? It's not, There's I'm, never I'm, been any comment about me talking too much. Just shut up. Anyway, Gareth. What oh, can you... I do a shout out for Instagram so people can follow? If you listen to the Photo Nerds, follow us on Instagram, uh, Photo Nerds, at Photo Nerds 2. Yeah. Believe it or not, there's loads of other Instagram Photo Nerds channels. Mad. So, yeah, if you're not following us on, on Instagram, Is that 2 TWO or yeah, the number 2? Number 2. Yeah. Okay, the number 2 for three of us. The number 2. Right, Gareth, what have you been up to? A lot of commercial work recently. I've got an event in London next month. Um, which you've just reminded me I needed to, to do something. Um, so, yeah, the four, uh, big first week of March, we've got an, an event. So, uh, yeah, doing some last-minute marketing images for some uh, some clients. Come on in, come on in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for the sandwiches. Yeah, thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks Paul. Um, give, us a, give us a brief insight when you say commercial work. What is it you're doing exactly? I work with a lot of uh, schools and piano well, music companies, basically, so like Yamaha, um, when they provide um, musical instruments for schools, if it's a big installation, I'll, I'll often film the installation process and, and, and do the photography. And then we've got an exhibition. Uh, one, of the, one of the piano companies has got an exhibition in, in Olympia in London next month. So I'll provide the massive images for that. And I design the stand and that sort of thing. So, so do you go down and do a time lapse of getting everything set up? Is that I did the of... very first time. Um, but what happened was there was just so many people there setting their stands up the time lapse was a joke and everything just got moved left right and center so the time lapse didn't work but uh, yeah it did do did do it's a really really cool stand actually yeah can you play not at all not at all. i know everything about a piano but half my to play one mm. <laughs> when you say a big installation when you say a big installation do you mean really really big piano 
Yeah, but they've got they sometimes have 30, 40 pianos. Right. All of them very what, big. What, in a school? So they spend millions of pounds on pianos. In a school? Yeah, yeah. Private schools. Right. Yeah. Right. So but it's it's considered in high um, in, in the top education schools of the country, they consider music to be pretty much as important as the, the, the most, it's one of the most important um, uh, lessons because they think if, if, a, if a student's got the, input, the ability to concentrate on learning mm. music, they'll be able to apply that methodology, methodology you to use, anything. You use the term top then. Mm. Uh, so like saying, private schools? Yeah, but they're not schools. necessarily top. I mean, uh, not I'm not tarring everybody with the same brush, but I know a few people who've come out of private school that are thick as bricks. <laughs> <laughs> no offence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you? Did you go to private school? No, I didn't. No, no. no. Didn't go to school. No. No, 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 no. The criminal record said I broke into yeah. us, but I never did. Did you go to private school, Gary? No, there is. A, I went to a special school. A special school, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah, yeah. You need to point out there's a massive difference between thick as pig's crap and and no and no common sense because a lot of people could be super intelligent. Absolutely. But no common sense. Yeah, that yeah. academic. Well, yeah. So it's anyway back to the photography part of it. I do the photographs, yeah. make all the because when they when they spend an awful lot of money on these on these installations, they want it all publicised because obviously it brings in an awful lot of people, especially students from around the world. So they want the videos, they want the photography for that. So uh, yeah, it's good. It, it's it's a bit you know it's a piano industry, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's different. It's different. It gets to meet some cool people. Yeah, well, yeah. I like who. Only cool people in the piano industry. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> people I don't know, but I know they're cool. <laughs> yeah. So you don't meet any professional yeah. musicians or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Singers, Elton yeah. John. Oh, not yet. You're Although not... he's a Yamaha musician, I've met him. Is yet. it? Have you yeah. not met him? So, no. so have you met anyone famous through it? Oh, yeah. How could he be a Yamaha musician? What does that mean? He's sponsored by Yamaha. Oh, sponsored by Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like Jamie Cullum is another one, and then you'll have you'll have Steinway musicians as well. Have you met yeah. Have you met Jamie Cullum? No. Who have you met? <laughs> Uh, no school one, children no, no one you didn't know. Um, Lang Lang if anyone if anyone's listening they know, I met Lang Lang he's the pretty much the the, the, the biggest name in the piano in, in classical piano a guy called Lang Lang oh, right. really, really nice guy actually I met him uh, Bill Bailey um, it turns out that do you know Al Murray the comedian mm, yeah. he's a very musician um, mm. musical uh, you met a, him yeah um, the uh, like Harry, Harry the piano is one of my favourite people I've ever met. He's an absolute Harry genius the on the piano. He's I photographed an event for him. He's incredible. He can play like any. You ask him to play like Tchaikovsky in the style of Bart Simpson or mm. something like that, and mm. he'll do it on the spot. You know, there's no. It's it, it, incredible. In so the style yeah, style of Bart Simpson. Uh, anything like. Da, 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 yeah, I've got yeah. you. You mean the Simpsons? Yeah, this, yeah. This, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So inc incredible talent, and it's it's good because I don't know if I could be that good at photography. I, I would be You're awesome. Not. It would be awesome. <laughs> but the thing is, it's something to aspire to. When you see these people on stage and they're singing or they're, they're dancing or whatever they're doing, it's sort of like they're at the top of their game. Can you imagine what that would be like if you were at the top of your game oh, yeah. as a photographer or a designer or whatever? I, no, I can't imagine. But what I do imagine, <laughs> I imagine that that would be a great time to own something like a mirrorless camera that's super, super quiet while you take pictures. And not that big, clunky old mirrored cameras. Oh, those like DSLRs, those noisy yeah. DSLRs. You want to get a D850, you can switch it off and make it like a mirrorless camera. That's completely silent. That uh, that doesn't. That's got a, a leaf shutter. You lens. say you say so that. So it doesn't make a sound at all. For the people yeah. that are listening and not oh, watching. This is, sorry, this you... is an, the brand new Fujifilm X100V. Um, so a little uh, fixed camera, mirrorless, mirrorless 35 mil thing. Which is... And my first impressions. It looked really good until I picked it up and tried to use it. I didn't have and a battery in it, I don't think. <laughs> then it's just stupid. I didn't give it even the Why is it stupid, Gary? Why, what do you not I, like about I, it? 
they've changed my photography. This camera is probably one of those cameras that's changed my photography. It's me. It's one of those things that, you know, if you had a sports car, you'd want to drive it all the time, even though you couldn't go to work yeah. it all the time. It's, you've got to take the golf or you've got to take them on day or whatever. Whereas this camera is one of the ones that I can use it for work, even though it's a fixed lens. Um, but it's such a nice camera to use. I it looks like a Leica. Yeah. My but first in, impression. In the way that it's a rangefinder, I suppose. Yeah, it's a little rangefinder, fixed lens camera. Yeah. It's a beautiful looking thing. Yeah, yeah, very mm. pretty. They say uh, cameras are like their own. Why, 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 why has it changed? Why, why do you want to use that all the time? What is it about because it? That, because to me, it looks like a camera. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I love, I, I think the Fujifilm system has, has changed my photography approach anyway, because I always enjoy, enjoy using the cameras. Mm. Um, more, I, I say, well, if I have to use the Sony, I never enjoy using it as much, mm. uh, even though it's a more powerful camera. Mm. Whereas the Fuji does, isn't, isn't as sort of reliable, isn't as fast, isn't as powerful, but it, they enjoy the experience of using it. And when you look back at the pictures, the colors are so much nicer. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I really enjoy it. But this thing is because it's so small, it goes in your pocket. I mean, it's great for street photography because it just, just you can carry it around all day with a strap is around it. Is it a professional camera? I would never call such. a professional camera camera with one card. So you wouldn't, slot, you but it's wouldn't, weatherproof. All right, it's so, weather sealed. That's, so would you turn up to shoot a wedding with it? As I always, always have this around my shoulders with a little thing, peak design strap around me, and then I'll have my two main cameras with primes on. But if one of the cameras has to have a like a zoom or something, like a 5140 zoom put on it, I've still got a 35mm f2 around my neck. So this will stay around my neck at all times. Even if I'm paid by a client only to film an event, I'll always have this around my But So at the end of the video, at the end of the event, I can always say, here's some photographs I've, I've taken as well. So it doesn't get in the way, it doesn't weigh anything. Bear in mind, you only picked it up two days ago. Yeah, but I had one before, identical. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, right. Right. this is the second, the, sorry, this is the third version of this camera I've had. So the V stands for five, so it's the fifth version. So they did an X100, ah, right, X100S. Okay. Yeah, you know, TF and now the So big. what's that? What, what what's the advantage to that over the weather ceiling and a better lens? Right. And it's got a flip out screen as well, so it's got the cool. tilty screen on the back. But um, which Do you the, vlog with it? It's a thirty-five mil, so you'd have a job. How long's your arm? You'd have to. You, it's got amazing fo uh, face detect, so you could. There's no reason why you couldn't. Cool. Why do you not like it, Gary? Um, Too small, I suppose. Is it? No, no, it's it's, it's not that. It's, you said instantly, guys. The shutter speed is on top, the dial is on top. And I said, there's no thirds on there, they're just in straight stops. And you said, ah, yeah, because you have to adjust the dial on the back if you want to adjust the thirds. And none of that makes sense to me. Why isn't it just all on the one dial? It is on every other camera. It is on one dial if you put that dial to T and then use the back one, then it is all on one dial. You take, you take the, sh the, the shutter away from that and you put it on the back wheel like you would any other camera. They're fully right. customizable. This would work the same way as your Canon would, pretty much. Aperture's obviously on the ring. You can have, you can have your ISO there. You can have your ISO on the back. You can, yeah, they're fully customizable. It's a beautiful looking thing. Yeah. But to me, that looks as if that should be in your bag to take on holiday with you. I might be wrong, by the way. Yeah, I'm no, just saying. Yeah, I do love it. I do love it traveling. It's a, it's a phenomenal camera if I go traveling. It looks like great for street photography. Yeah, I love it. Especially with the F2 on it. Yeah. it, it especially now it's weather sealed as well. It's really, mm. really, really, really cool. And it, the F2 lens on the old ones was never that sharp whereas they've, they've massively improved the sharpness now so it's not in your face is it that's why no like, it doesn't right? look like it doesn't yeah. like you, you get big slrs and i mean it's, it's just as powerful as an xt3 how much are the same set about 1300 quid oh it's a lot of money in it mm. for a fixed lens camera but then if you look at the i can't understand I, I can't work out what i know this is one of the things we're going to discuss like but mm. i can't work out what they would have to put in the next version of this for me to buy it mm. because it's got everything now as a street photographer and as a if it, and the only how, cropped thing is, that, how cropped is it? It's just 1.5. It's just the 1. same. 5, it's just, okay. it's just, yeah, it's just, 
yeah, it's just an X-Trans um, 26 megapixel, I think they are. But uh, the only thing that they could put on this now, and I think they should put on every camera, is a built-in memory. A built-in memory is the only thing that would make... I can't think of anything... It they don't have to, that in any cameras, no, though, do they? It Isn't that really, really bizarre? It really annoys always has done. For the last couple of, say, five years, I don't understand why cameras have come out with one card slot without having a tiny... Not like as a fast buffer or just as a redundancy. You know, as I don't understand why cameras don't have a built-in... Yeah, um, non-removable, 100 gig, 50, 60 gig, I whatever. Say, yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand it. Because yeah. one card slot in a Nikon or Canon these days is just, or even this, it's just not usable. Especially for the money, you, as a professional, you, I would never use a single card slot camera. It would even help with the buffering. You know, if, if you wanted to overuse it, yeah. because it's, it's going to write to an inbuilt card much quicker than it's going to write to an SD card, isn't it? Yeah, but there goes the problem of then double shifting the information from the buffer to the card. So it has to probably do the same at the same, both at the same time. No, 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 no. If you wanted, if you wanted to use that now and shoot 10, 15 frames per second, yeah. then if you've got a standard SD, or even if you had a fast SD card in there, the chances are the camera at some point is going to buffer. So at that point, you click the button, you click the button to actually record to the uh, hard drive built into the camera. Mm. Does that make sense? So on burst, it would record to its own memory I just card. Think, I just think, if you look at a micro SD card, if you take the plastic bit off the micro SD card just to leave the foil, that's the only part of the, of the memory card that needs to stay in the camera. I don't understand why. Mm. Yeah, they're why minute, aren't they? Is there a reason? There must be a reason. I remember. Well, because we they're not going to want the liability, time. are they? They're not. Yeah. Cameras aren't going to want to say, right, okay, my camera's just died. It's got yeah. the backup memory on there. I need that. I need that file. Yeah, they're it. not. But that's the I, word. I, I isn't think it? they're going to have liability. Liability. I mm. think they they're not going to want to accept the liability of that. I think that's crucial. But how does it differ with a mobile phone? Apple sell you a phone that you can't add memory to. Mm. Yet these cameras, yeah. obviously, don't give you the opposite of that. I don't so. think you shoot a wedding. With with a phone though, so as you're saying, no, but you go on holiday for ten years mm. or five years or whatever with all your family. Those pictures are just as important as to the owner. Hey, that that's some yeah. holiday. How much money do you earn? Professional liability though, isn't it? <laughs> on holiday I for presume. five years. <laughs> Your life is a holiday. Jesus, <laughs> <You're gonna say laughs> it'll be professional liability, won't it? It'll be uh, if you use that memory as a professional, and then the memory fails. Mm. Then I presume that's the liability that we're talking about, not if I take. But if it's solid state, sense. I don't. I mean, I've never had an issue with my solid state hard drives. They do I go. Know, well, they fail. I know. I know they do. And this is the thing about XQD as well. They reckon that XQD isn't perfect and it has got glitches. Um, I don't know anything with XQD, and it hasn't been out long enough really to. I mean, it took it took about three years of using an SD card before one failed on me. I think so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll just. Um, either way, it's 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 it's. it's it's only a disclaimer button, though, at the end of the day. When you, when you fire it up for the first time, yeah. no, it, 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 if it had an inbuilt memory card, inbuilt, it just needs a disclaimer when you fire it up saying you have to agree that we don't take any responsibility should it fail if yeah. you're using it professionally. Yeah. Click yes, then that's some cover, isn't it? Yeah. In theory. Yeah, it's better than, it's better than, it's better than single cars, like so, yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand why it's there. Mm. Vlogging, before we come on to you, Paul. To me. You're talking about what what, what you've been doing mm. professionally. What about vlogging? 
I'd done a few videos. Um, I went out and I did an amazing trip to London in absolutely abysmal weather um, to see a, an exhibition, a photography, a street photography exhibition with Mark Fernley, Sean Tucker. Saw that. There was a few. So um, that was phenomenal. I thought if I'm going away to London for this exhibition wasn't until five o'clock, so I'll do some street photography. Um, the weather in, in Wales was, a, was a, just a joke. So I thought London would be great. <laughs> it was just as bad. So street photography in the rain, but that was a really, really challenging vlog for me because I knew I had the pressure of obviously getting the photographs um, and I knew that uh, I knew that if I put my mind to it I could do it were you I, vlogging on your own yeah 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 or you yeah. worked with Sean yeah. or no 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 I, I filmed a bit of the um, a bit of the exhibition at the end where I got to meet uh, the guys but yeah and they actually fe featured one of my videos Saw in that. the exhibition mm. something. that was incredibly overwhelming I was, mm. I was I, I, I've never had anything like that, so that's certainly a highlight for me. But then when Mark Fernley told me they were going to be using my video, <clears> I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Didn't think for a minute he was being serious. And then, yeah, to find out that he was, it's absolutely incredible. So. Was that the interview that you did with him? Yeah, yeah, me and Mark Fernley, yeah, in mm. London. Uh, fantastic photographer. Again, a huge influence to my street photography. And um, a lot, I know a lot of a lot of people are influenced by his street photography. He's very, very... He's, a, he's an artist as well, as a person. He's, he's, a, he's a, a painter and it does something to do with... Uh, uh, design as well I think so yeah he's a very very talented chap but no, that was really good I did a photo walk in Oxford as well that's another vlog which hopefully is coming out next week so I met up with 10 um, I say subscribers yeah. <laughs> uh, 10 people uh, off the office Instagram the, the, or the 10 subscribers yeah the 10 <laughs> <laughs> I had to borrow some of yours <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like Mark I love Mark's work by the way yeah. before you yeah, yeah. oh no he's a, but he's a super nice guy as well and I think yeah. I think that's the thing with social media is like you see these people and you don't really they be they, you don't really get to meet them because they become famous through Instagram or through these different platforms, but you never get to put a face to them. Mm. I remember the first time I met Mark, um, same with Sean Tucker. Obviously, with Sean Tucker, you see him on YouTube, so it's different, but there's a few of these people that I follow on Instagram, and when, you, when I seen them in, in this exhibition, it was really nice to put a face to them. I actually hear these people speak that you think, hang on, I've been watching your work for such a long time. So to actually put a face to them was really, 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 really nice. And a lot of them knew me as well, which is... Uh, really, really nice as well. So yeah, really, it's really good. To, I think the street photography scene is changing. And uh, Mo, the guy that organised the exhibition, well, there's three three street three street gallery. It's called. Yep. And Mo is, and with Sean and I think Josh Jack is um, is, is is hopefully going to be putting some sort of um, meeting point in London. So street photographers from all over the world that when they come to London, they'll be able to gather there and um, and meet up with people and see work and, and chat and stuff. Just a, a hookup point, basically. Be creative. So, yeah, exactly. I Sounds think good. It's amazing. It's really good. I think social media has made a lot of people, helped a lot of people come out of the shell, but it's um, with with different genres of photography. But yeah, well, you don't get to meet them, do you? So, no. Yeah. So yeah. So the Oxford shoot, the Oxford shoot was fantastic though. Really, never been to Oxford before. Um, it was actually nine guys, all good photographers. So that was really nice. They all knew what they were doing with the cameras. Um, and yeah, all got some good images and it was really, really good fun. Do you all meet up on a weekend? It was a Saturday and a Saturday. Yeah, both yeah. of them. Both of the videos were Saturday, okay. yeah. Actually, no, no. London was Thursday. Because, uh, yeah, London was Thursday. Mark, uh, with the exhibition was Thursday. But the, the photo walk in, in Oxford was, was Saturday. Mm, yeah, really good. Busy, though. Oxford was busy. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Yeah. If it's not a weekend, I'll uh, I'll come down next time. We yeah yeah yeah. I love London, especially for street. Oh, street talking in London is just. I think it's just yeah. You can't go five minutes without. I literally parked my car, went ran into the shopping centre to get out of the rain, and found a shot straight away. Literally less than five minutes. Yeah. You say you had some grief. 
From an Irishman. <laughs> it wasn't grief as such. He thought, he, he see me with the camera. He don't actually realise I was filming as well on the Osmo, on the little action camera. But he see me with the with taking pictures and he came over and, and he was really nice though. Really nice. And, and most security, apart from when I'm with Gary, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most security are lovely. So yeah, he was really, really nice. Really nice guy. So he told me that you could Was he flash. security then? Yeah, he was. All right, but one yeah. just some random Irish guy. Yeah, no, he did work. He had the he had the high vis jacket, so he right. must have been official. <laughs> so no, he was um, he was a really nice guy. He taught more than me. <laughs> I know, take that in. <laughs> you sure? Um, yeah, so he, he was. Uh, but he said, as long as I want flashing, I could take photographs <clears throat> in the underground. I know you can't use tripods down there, but yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you do get some really good street photography opportunities in the underground. So, brilliant. Yeah, I've done loads, loads down there. Yeah, it's good. Cool, Paul. What? What have you been up to? Not a lot, really. This is only uh, meant to be a, a quick minute. Uh, yeah, no, a quick minute uh, slot at the Well, it'll be a quick minute video. for me. Uh, uh, I've been busy with life and uh, a, a poorly mum, so uh, I've not been out, uh, uh, certainly not blogging. You've been posting a lot of pictures on Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, my, um, I've... My subject uh, this year has been more trees, you're right, and woodland. That's because uh, they've got the time to go out with the dogs and shoot trees. Uh, uh, but what, what I've done with Instagram is I made a New Year's resolution that rather than producing pictures that may be for other people's, what other people are like and the way that I edit them, I'm actually... Uh, producing images and editing them the way I like. Yeah, but you've definitely uh, changed your editing style. Yes, uh, because the, my editing style for when when I did for, for for YouTube was to appeal possibly to other people rather than the style that I like. Um, uh, so my New Year's resolution was to uh, uh, make sure that. Yeah, but they're I've really changed. nice. I find it really interesting. I mean, if it's not commercial, mm. I always take edit pictures my way. Yes. If it's commercial, then I've got to do like a more generic yeah, thing. But, yeah, yeah, but I, I definitely got influenced and swayed. Uh, Who would you say was an influence for your editing? There, you, is there somebody you watch or somebody you see and think no, that's how no, an image? It was just uh, I was I was trying to make the, the images more middle of the road and uh, and not a little bit out there. So uh, I've gone to town a little bit with my my split toning, which is traditionally what I've always done. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you know, I've just thought. So I've never it. tried split toning. Yeah, I, I split toning woodland shots. Yeah. It uh, looks like that you've added LUTs. Mm, right. Especially what it is, though, isn't it? You yeah. start off with a raw file. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, with the, talking about editing, is a lot of people will always ask people, how do you edit? And then people will say, uh, uh, oh, well, I don't do much editing. Well, looking at the images uh, that I see, particularly mm. at woodland, they are editing those <laughs> images. Those, yeah. those images are being edited. Of course. Uh, yeah. uh, but the, the thing is, is I'm doing... With my editing, where I would traditionally take the sliders, I'm doing the opposite. So contrast is is being uh, taken to the left, clarity is being taken to the left, dehaze is being taken to the left. Uh, so um, and, and that's traditionally where I've always been. But you know, it, 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 my photography style changed when I when I started. Uh, not going to say being successful, but more people watched on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so I try to make things safe, whereas I'm doing it more for myself now. And yeah. as you say, it's proving popular. But the only other thing that I've done is uh, I went to Batley Camera Club 
on Tuesday and did a talk there. And I've just got to say a big shout out to the people at Batley. They were really, really friendly. Uh, and is that local then, is it? It is. It, it, but yeah. have you ever heard of Batley for Variety Club? No. Yeah, well, it's a famous a <laughs> Sounds famous like a hoop. Pub. Well, that's all you... In, back in the 60s and 70s, oh, anybody who was anybody, uh, yeah. uh, Frank Sinatra and everybody used to go at Batley. No way. Variety Club. And now and, you've and, been there. And I, well, no, 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 I didn't go to the Variety Club. I went to the community centre, oh, which is nearby. Not quite but, as glamorous then. Yeah, I think that 70 or 80% of the people in the club are portrait photographers. And what was really they nice... They photograph each other? Pardon? Well, who do they photograph when they're portrait photographers? Oh, I've no idea. But the, the, the people, I don't know. I don't oh, know yeah. if they get models in uh, and take pictures. But um, what was it, uh, interesting is what I've always said with my channel, with the YouTube channel, and also on Instagram as well, and I said this when we were talking, is the, the one of my main drivers to do it is to inspire people to go out. If, I, if Muggins can do it, uh, uh, with my skill set mm. can do it, then inspire them to get out and shoot. And what was nice is at the end of the talk, a couple of three people came up to me said I never thought because uh, about shooting in the woodland and because uh, that's what the talk was about or some of it uh, uh, but I'm going to go and give it a go so thanks right. for that and, uh, and that was nice but really, really nice bunch of yeah, bunch it's nice of, to bunch hear the people. feedback, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 and um, they told me, because Gary's done it, haven't you? And yeah, they yeah, said, they said, yeah. I said, how long are you, do you want me to talk for? They said an hour and a half. But Gary was on, he was going over two hours and we had to drag him off. <laughs> Kicking I, and screaming. It's true. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to struggle to talk for an hour and a half. Yeah. But I, I managed about one hour, 20 or something like that, uh, <laughs> rabbiting on. But, they, you know, the people didn't walk out, <laughs> so I was happy. The better, not ask, the better not ask me then. Did he get up and walk out? So yeah, so that's that, that's me. It's been more Instagram and uh, uh, not so many <laughs> vlogs, but. Uh, um, I know that there are there are successful vloggers that don't vlog week in week out. And no. I've gone I'm, weekly. I'm, I'm unsuccessful vlogger that's not doing it week in week out at no. the moment. Yeah. yeah. So you you. Um, talk about editing do you ever edit old photographs and, and and look at the one you edited the first time mm. and then look at the, the second one you're like what was i doing the first mm. time i edited that photograph all the time a bit cringing all, isn't it? all the time uh, uh, i've been looking at some of the images particularly the images that i put on youtube and i've got to say i wonder why people have been watching yeah yeah because uh, uh, that is not the, the the way i've edited those yeah. images is not the way i edit it is not my best work yeah. at all uh, uh, as I say, I don't know what was restricting me and what mm. was what what, what was uh, telling me that that was the best content to put out. You know, because I've even gone back to the images that that are on YouTube and re-edited them my way. Yeah, and I far prefer them. But maybe it's a confidence thing. Maybe you know, uh, I, it's like we talked about the Batley Camera Club. Mm. These guys have got some some guts because they'll take an image they'll print it they'll put it on the wall and then everybody's walking oh, course, around yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and competitions yeah, i've been big deal, uh, yeah, yeah I, I i've been uh, one of the biggest things is 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 with youtube because don't forget you two guys are professional photographers and what i mean by that is is you're used to producing these awesome images is with myself it's that uh, imposter syndrome well actually i'm not really that good and i'm putting this th this stuff out in the public and people are going to realize it and so what i've got to do is i've got to make sure i'm really safe with with with, with how i edit my images and uh, 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 and that led me down to i was just going out clicking the shutter uh, and not starting to enjoy what I was doing uh, because uh, uh, the images that I was getting weren't weren't doing anything for me personally. So as I say, my New Year's resolution was right. I'm shooting for me again. Ah, good for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It's um, always a strange pressure, isn't it, when you're yeah. 
taking pictures that you know that is for a client. It's not like you. I'm lucky. I've got the regular clients where you can make a mistake and so on. Well, even even weddings at the end of the day, you need to make sure all day you're you're at your best. I think that is where I think consistency comes in. So when people, especially with Instagram, a lot of Instagrammers like to have their feed looking consistent. So they're editing Mm. and their images. Even some people won't even put black and white and color Mm. on the same uh, page. They, They they have that sort of constant color. And I think when somebody looks at your website, as long as you're images on your website have a consistent standard and, and, and sort of style about them. They know what to expect. Mm. You know, if, if those pictures were like taken five years ago and all of a sudden you're on a different camera mm. or you're on a, you use your editing process is completely different or you even outsource the editing, you know, you're going to get a completely different response back mm. from the, from the file. So I think, yeah, as long as somebody can see a consistency, I actually lost a wedding once because somebody looked at my website and they knew me personally. And he says, oh, guys, says, um, it was actually a wedding in Santorini. I was devastated. I lost the wedding. And he says, I would, I love your photography. He, he, um, he says, um, but the missus doesn't want black and white. So she's gone elsewhere. I went, right. what do you mean? He says, oh, she went on your website and it's all black and white. I was like, Yes, because it looks good on there. It says in the writing, it says you get a black and white and a color version of yeah, the file. You get yeah. a both. Are you serious? He says, yeah, yeah, she's booked. So she's booked someone over, based over there uh, um, on the basis that she wanted the blue roofs and all that sort of thing. And yours uh, are all black and white. I was like, uh, it says in the writing. Like, so I went <laughs> on my website and I, I put a load of photographs on there in color. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Because I, I didn't think of that. No. Because I thought a website looked nice and monochromatic. Yeah. So one of the things that I noticed with Instagram is that uh, there are certain images that are more popular uh, uh, than others and black and white doesn't uh, prove very popular and uh, uh, the way I edit, particularly these days, but more of my images are desaturated and it seems to be the more saturated, colourful images that seem to work better uh, uh, from a popularity point of view on Instagram and I'll actually put in the comments section or in the little ditty or, or story uh, uh, that this isn't Instagram friendly particularly when you're shooting trees and mm. what you'll find is, is, is that the subtle textures and the subtle tones don't come across uh, on Instagram uh, particularly you've got to be careful because if you're shooting for you as you said a minute ago that's it you've got to be careful that you, you don't put anything on Instagram that, that you're like. banking on some sort of success and I'm, I'm I'm happy to discuss this. It's something I'd like to get, try and get my head around. It's a good, it's a good lead into how mm. social media is influencing photography and whether or not it's good or bad for yeah. photography. Because yeah. I can't get my head around it, if I'm honest. I think no. there's a lot of time you see images that are getting a lot of likes and there's a lot of people who get upset when they don't get mm. the success that some people get. Mm. And I well, don't understand what... If you woke up with a million followers tomorrow, whether or not that... I don't understand it. I, I, I literally mean, can't get my head around what the effort is all about for you, you, you mentioned about what's popular or not uh, again on instagram I, i'm not putting uh, I, i'm not thinking right i want to get ten thousand followers or something like that i'm not i'm just putting out what i like yeah uh, uh, so i'm not worried if i don't get the likes mm. because you, you do if i put a black and white image on it, it'll get a lot less likes than it will Are you bothered but, about your social media because you started doing your wedding you started a wedding uh, instagram page, yeah yeah yeah, I, 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 I do think it's important. I think it's really important. But but not only that, as a general rule, more followers equals equals more money. Does it? As a as a general... Well, yeah, because you... I suppose people are drawn in by influencers. Mm. You know, I'm an influencer. Let me teach you how to get 10,000. Let me teach you how to get 20,000. Right. You know, and 
So they're making money off the back of that. So I can only assume that people who want their egos massaged by by posting constantly, maybe that's their end goal at the end of the day. But even you as a professional photographer, or even you, Paul, at the end of the day, if you if you want to be popular, at the end of the day, you'd like to think you do have lots of followers on social media. Yeah, but you can't always quantify that, can you? Because some images that are absolute rubbish. Absolutely. Get, Agreed, I totally. mean, and, and, and obviously, I get approached, I don't know if you guys do, but I get approached all the time about people trying to sell me followers yeah. on Instagram. Oh, yeah. and Never understood I that. I don't understand, be because they're not, oh. there's robots anyway. So that yeah. number, I, Instagram and all this... I think Instagram is extremely powerful for if you're going to a location and if I'm going to some mm -hmm. part of France or whatever and I type in like you mentioned the lab in the fields if you jump onto Instagram you're going to see some fantastic ideas mm. and get some, so it's incredibly as a research tool, research tool yeah, it's, it's, agree totally. just couldn't be without that's it. primarily why I use Instagram yeah, but it's like, inspiration from other photographers and to see the locations that yeah. they're shooting at but yeah. I, re I read this or I've seen it on YouTube thing, maybe both i seen or some, a guy lost a contract a photographer lost his contract with um, a product um, company because they wanted to use somebody. They discovered a photographer who had a massive Instagram base. And they knew that if they, if they didn't have this guy and had this other guy, he was going to come around, do an Instagram live. He's going to do a, all this stuff on his feed. And it, 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 it's marketing for free that, he, that they wouldn't have got off mm -hmm. these other guys. So, mm -hmm. But the annoying part of it is that... And, it's, it's really, really sad, is that mm. the other photographer was nowhere near the standard of the non-social media experts. That's you know correct. I mean? I think and that's is, horrendous. I think this is what the traditional photographers, the ones that aren't on social media, are getting upset about. Yeah. Uh, because what's happening is, is, is w the world is changing and has changed. Yeah. So, I mean, for example, Brooklyn Beckham, who uh, is now classes himself as a photographer, he yeah, spent yeah. about two months at college <laughs> and yeah. gave up. Uh, he like yeah, straight away, didn't Absolutely. Yeah. But <laughs> he's got, um, he's, he's had a contract with BMW. Uh, to highlight their car and a contract with another company to highlight something else. Uh, and the pictures he took were, were um, my 10-year-old could take just as good mm. pictures. But it's Brooklyn Beckham. I'm really sorry, if you're, if you're listening to this, Brooklyn, no, it doesn't mean a, it. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not having a go. Uh, but the, 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 what I'm saying is, is, is uh, not, I'm not uh, calling the guy, but... You are. <laughs> I am. Uh, but um, is, is the only reason he got the contracts was because he's Brooklyn Beckham. Of course, yeah. And, yeah. you know, if you, it's just marketing, if, isn't it? if, if Gareth Danks gets a million followers on Instagram, you are going to be inundated with offers. Of course uh, you are. Uh, 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 but, and, and it, that is frustrating for your traditional photographers who yeah. may have been spent 20 years doing it yeah. uh, uh, because uh, you're suddenly successful and you're getting booked up and maybe they're not but that's that, that unfortunately yeah. the world is changing because I don't have time for Instagram and stuff and, and Twitter I'm dreadful mm. on Twitter I really mm. am um, but Instagram for me I do it for my clients mm. and if I have to take photographs and, and, and try and push their um, reach I suppose it is that's what it's all about isn't it um, the last thing I want to do is go through my images and do the same if you went jump on my Instagram there's next to none of my mm. street images mm. on there there's loads of images A that don't make a video mm. so no one sees them mm. they don't go on social media I don't mm. print them I don't even see them <laughs> mm. so there's loads of pictures how, how, that I could put on there I've seen a time for it how many followers have you got on Insta 
uh, six and a half. Yeah, the thing Literally. is, it's <laughs> yeah. the harvest. For, for me, <laughs> nearly ten people. For me, because you you mentioned ego massaging. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I know when people listen and think you're talking rubbish, but I didn't do YouTube to to massage my ego, and I don't post on Instagram to massage my ego. What I love is 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 I've been posting more woodland images, and then the people that follow me on YouTube and on Instagram are going out and shooting woodland so if you went out and you you starred a little bit more putting maybe a few more images on on insta of your street shots that may well uh, uh, inspire people to go out but do you see you know, i mean half yeah. the people i'm influenced by on yeah, social media or especially instagram i don't even know at the end of my street videos i always feature some people the people that use the hashtag street underscore gas and instagram uh, hashtag i set up and most of the people, they're amazing. I've got one or two street photographers that feature a lot in my videos because they're really good photographers. Mm. Their names are on Instagram. I'm like, I, could, I don't even know what his name is. It's mm. something underscore hash, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how is that hash ever going to make you? Hash <laughs> brown. Hash brown. <laughs> I'm, never, <laughs> I'm never ever going to know this guy's name, even though I, I feel like I know him because I've looked at loads of pictures mm. and featured him in some of my videos. And it's yeah. like, it's you know, this brand awareness that Instagram is, is partly capable of doing. And mm. then you're not even using your name. I don't. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about brand awareness. I'm talking about something different. I'm not talking about, uh, uh, I'm not trying to sell Paul Johnson on Instagram. I'm trying to uh, uh, encourage people to see a normal Joe Bloggs taking an image and think that's a nice image. I'm going to go there mm. and I'm going to try that. And that's, that, 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 that's possibly my driver. I'd like people watching or listening to this to put in the comments to let us know what their take on social media yeah. is and what they think they get from it and what yeah. what because there's a lot of people and our instagram actually decided to get rid of the likes didn't they it's never happened but they said they were going to get rid of the likes well, yeah. they haven't yet though have no, they? They, they, have, they have in certain countries That's australia but yeah, they, and they but not here. to america but it never happened mm. it happened in australia for a brief while but i don't think it stayed no. but the idea was so people didn't get upset and, and mental health mm. issues from it now i completely relate to that mm. not through my Instagram, but for my clients, because they'll say, Gareth, why is your Instagram getting so many likes and why are we not getting that? Mm. Because their industry doesn't work on Instagram. No. For example, the piano industry doesn't work on Instagram. No. It, there's no, it, if, you're, if you get 100 likes on one of my images on, on Instagram, it's, it's, but they don't get that. They're like, Gareth, why are yours, some of your pictures get like hundreds and hundreds of likes and loads of comments, loads of engagement, but we, and you can't express that, you can't explain it. Because mm. it, it's, it's not quantifiable, yeah. isn't it? So, so it is infectious, though, you must admit. When you start... It is. It is infectious. And, and there is, there's nothing nicer than putting a picture on that, 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 that is well-received mm. at the end of the day. Equally, it's really annoying if you put a really nice picture on that's not well-received. I think you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. Like you have. Any so mm. Like any social media, it's like YouTube. I mean, you know I don't post anywhere near as regularly these days. And you drop off... Well, as soon as you start post regularly in your algorithm... Uh, plays out you drop off the planet and suddenly somebody else becomes the bit the, the big you bigger youtube no one will ever replace you no no no, no. <laughs> no replace the hats yeah. but so but you, it, it, it's a breath of fresh air to re realize that uh, you're popular as long as you're posting it's the same with instagram you're popular as long as you're posting but uh, another flip side to that mm. is is that you were mentioning these street photographers who've got strange Instagram. What I find with Instagram, what's really interesting is there's some awesome, awesome photographers. 
that nobody knows about. Of course, yeah. Uh, that are just as good as, don't play the uh, as Paul G. Johnson, YouTuber. If And a lot of the influencers, yeah. in, in inverted commas, of people, whether it's street photography, whether it's landscape photography, whether it's woodland photography, have become popular off the back of YouTube. Uh, and their personality, and so. there are people out there that are just as good, if not better, in those genres. But that, as I said to you, Cameron, that the same thing can be said for pop stars. There are Tom Joneses singing in pubs every weekend mm. that are better, but possibly than Tom Joneses. Mm. But Tom Jones is the famous one mm. because he's got the publicity and he sold the records. Yeah. So you can't complain. Yeah, but there, there is counter arguments to that. Though. You, you, you know, you make your own luck mm, at the end of course. the day. Yeah. There are people who will post and post and post, and, mm. and inevitably the chances are that they're going to be more popular of course only on social media of course. i'm not yeah. saying they're better no, photographers no, 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 no. no you're dead right i mean the thing is 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 that uh, um you know adele the, the pop star is more popular than uh Silla who sings at the local pub uh because she's got talent and she's she's worked hard nobody's knocking it's the charisma it's the charisma with adele absolutely. though isn't it yeah absolutely yeah. but all i'm saying is is i think that might be where uh, you see some of the um the bitterness with your more traditional togs yeah. who aren't on YouTube that say, well, I've been doing it for 25 years and these people come along and they can't take a good image and now they're getting hmm. 60, 70, Well, do yourself a favour and get yourself on social well, media and that, build up your social that, media. That, I don't know because I can't, I can't recommend it. I couldn't recommend like my son, Alice, who's obviously hmm. very, very young now, but in years to come, I worry about it because I think social media for me does worry me. It does stress me out. It does even though I'm, I'm big enough and ugly enough and hopefully mature enough to know that it's pathetic and you shouldn't be getting upset about this sort of thing. But when you put a lot of effort into something and you see other people doing it and it's like, hang on, why is it working so much better yeah. for them? Mm -hmm. It does, I don't think anybody is, a, is, is completely oblivious to the effect of social media. I think if, it, if it's Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, I think there's always something that will, that you, you can't, because you can't control what's going on you can't control what you see on Inst on, on on facebook or twitter or whatever no. and you can't control um the reaction that other people are doing or the uh, the positive that other, some people the success that other people are doing and it's sometimes it's difficult and it's 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 everybody would love to down their job and think i want to be an influencer like this person he's doing mm. really really well but it's sometimes it's like hang on why is this person doing so well what, what why is mine not doing so well what is what am i missing so i find it really really Worrying. I think I think I think that the, 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 you've hit on a good point there. But the thing is, is if you're worrying because it's your business, yeah, both. That's yeah. a big difference. But it shouldn't worry you as a person. Uh, uh, but if you're putting a lot of effort in and not getting in return, that's indicating that that well, business model's is. not I working for you. I think everybody puts a lot of effort in. Uh, I are, think everybody saying, does. Everybody's addicted these days to social yeah, media. Yeah. And uh, it's See, mostly not. positive because the, the engagement and the friends that you make and the opportunities and um, yeah, just where you can go, the things you would discover that you didn't know existed mm. because of like, uh, small ads that will come up. We think I didn't even know that that, that mm. city existed. It's new. It's dead cheap. Let's go there. Like so, there's things like that that happen mm. through social media that you would never have discovered. Oh, I agree. But Look at that tree. Didn't know that existed. Let's that, go that's there. what like, I was know. saying. That's yeah. what I use social yeah. media for. And when I did this talk at Batley, uh, I had a list of what I use when I'm planning a shoot. And mm. one of them is Instagram. Another one is uh, um, Flickr and various other things. And another one is YouTube to 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 uh, uh, inspire me to get out and shoot. But 
I, it's not. It, it, funnily enough, it's. It, I keep saying it, but it's not a job for me. It, it's my. It's a passion and it's a hobby. But even in my professional life. I don't use social media at all. And one of my patients actually said to me, I went on Google to Google you and you come up and you come up loads as a photographer, but not in your job. I said, mm. because I don't need to. No. I don't need to. The, 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 <clears throat> my referrals come through by word of mouth or just one thing, which is yeah. Google ads and that's it. And so I don't use social media for, for, for my job. So I am lucky uh, uh, that I don't need to, but social media itself, these days if you are i think you'll agree if you are going to be a professional photographer or you are going to be an influencer yeah. on youtube You've got to, yeah. it's vital yeah, of course and, and and i hope and, the bubble would have burst a bit though to be honest i don't I, think I, it will i don't think it's just getting bigger it's and bigger because bigger yeah. bigger bigger. when it first came out and one of my customers um remember saying look this is what they're doing is there anything you can do for us and i mm. said well absolutely yeah no worries um I, I looked at some of these premium like bentley and bmw and you mm. see on their on their social media they share in the lowest quality images that their new they'll sell a car to someone he'll do a selfie with his new car and his you know his dog on the seat or whatever and they'll put that on their social media i think hang on you've got this premium brand that mm. you've now just put this trash photograph on yeah. and it's just, so but that's what i'm saying and my customer would look at me and say well we want photographs but we don't want that standard i think oh, this is bentley this is rolex this is bmw these yeah. are they're they're happy to have these crap images on their social media mm. yet my customer would always want pre that's fine because obviously, obviously i wouldn't get paid otherwise but they would they would want the the best quality Instagram, Instagrammable, and and mm. but th then it doesn't look real. It doesn't look now. The whole point of social media is it looks real. Yeah, it, it doesn't look polished. It doesn't mm. look like. Oh, but they're more concerned about content, aren't they, and storytelling? Yeah, it's like this That's is a genuine owner. Yeah. Yeah. Why would a genuine owner be there to pick up a car when there's a photographer just happened to be there to take photographs with mm. his flash and lighting right? It just wouldn't happen. Mm. Where if it was a selfie or the dreadful phone camera or whatever like that, and it looks real, it looks believable. That's what that's what most businesses wanted. But my, a few of my customers were like, no, no, we want that, the idea of it. We want the idea that somebody just picked up that product, mm. but it needs to be, you know, like, well, that's not how social media works. And it's yeah. like, it's, it, it. so I had a, a bit of a job trying to get their standard of photography down. And I said, look, you're going to have to take some phone. I'll edit them a little bit or whatever, you know, because they can't really do social media. But um, it's weird. It's I mean, a weird you're, one. you're dead right. I mean, if uh, let's pick somebody who's not somebody famous, uh, but David Beckham. If David Beckham, never heard of him. Yeah, right. Uh, because we call I've, I've called <laughs> his, son, his son because I've called his, his son. <laughs> uh, 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 but, uh, if um, uh, he's there and he takes a picture and he's in front of a Yamaha piano, they're going to sell Yamaha pianos. You know, it doesn't matter because mm. it, 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 the, the exposure there, oh, David Beckham, if I, if yeah, I, yeah. I, he, yeah. he's got a, um, a Yamaha, so I, I'm yeah, going to uh, He's got a Bentley, so yeah. I'm going to get one. And unfortunately, that's the way life is. Yeah, but it's been like that since the dawning of time, yeah, though, of isn't it? Yeah, of course it has. Yeah, but I just think that's that'll never change. On everybody. Well, like now, one of my friends put a photograph of her, she just got engaged, put a photograph of her of engagement ring, but she felt it necessary to do the photograph of her engagement mm. ring sitting in a Mercedes car mm. with the steering wheel on the background. So she mm. took the engagement ring with a Mercedes car steering wheel. Mm. I was like, you literally did, went out of your way to go and sit in your car <laughs> to take that picture. It's a dreadful photograph because obviously with the black, it overexposed the steering wheel and all that sort of yeah. thing. And no technical ability at it's all. It's Mercedes as But well, it's about the fact that <laughs> it's brand new Mercedes steering wheel, brand new engagement ring, yeah. look at me sort of thing. And it's yeah. like, wow, you know, that's yeah. that. I can't. Oh, yeah, but you must work. admit, on the other hand, though, social media, when it works, it works well. 
when it works. Yeah, if if you mean, can make it work for you, then it works well. I, I, yeah, I, I, you have I, to know I, how to filter. I, I mean, think, yeah. I, I'd say this: if you were going to be a professional photographer and you wanted to, do, you, you do workshops and you wanted to sell that as a brand, then YouTube, for example, is, it, it has got to be a must, hasn't it? It is. How would you get people on your YouTube channel? Because unless got you to can, have the personality. Yeah, you? but you, it, that's not an overnight thing. Whereas no. if you went on Instagram or you went on. Um, um, Facebook ads, you can literally spend, say, like 150 quid a day and, and, and bring in a tremendous amount of traffic to, to a page you've just, just created. Mm. Whereas if you built a website, you would have no um, web authority at all. So, again, you'd have to do the whole ad campaign and, and, and push your way to the top. Of a course. lot of businesses won't touch ad um, businesses that are paid to the top. They'll only AdWords, use yeah. the, the, uh, organic. the organic listings. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's, it's catch-22 in a way because, like, you think, well, okay, all of a sudden I want to start taking my landscape or my street photography seriously. Mm. Somebody, a business advisor says, well, what, what's your Instagram following? Well, you tell them, you're like, all oh, right, well, if you can double that, we've got something. You're like, now I've got this pressure. I didn't realize this. This mm. is now yeah. serious. Mm. Instagram is even more stressful than it was before. I've really mm. got to take this seriously. So there must be a reason why these really intelligent influencers are dedicating so much time to it. I just don't understand it. That's because it's all free though, isn't it? It's free. It's like it's like pushing a, a company ranking. But it's the up. time's not free. If you're no, going to no. spend a lot of time doing it. No, absolutely not. No, you have that's what you have to weigh up. You, you know, you can sit there and do no social media whatsoever, but spend five hundred pound a month in AdWords, mm. which is probably probably what you do. Because, mm. like you say, you, you you're boasting the fact that you don't even need to, to worry about doing boasting. social media for work. I'm not boasting. No, no, but it's yeah. but it is a good thing to do yeah. to, to to say that. Look, it feels I, like I don't spend when you a do penny. Have to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. but but if you put more effort into your social media aspect mm. and get a following for mm. what you do, mm. then you could cut cut back on your 500 pound a month yeah. or even get get rid of your 500 pound yeah. a month. But then you've got to weigh that up with the amount of time it takes. Absolutely. Here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. For your in. business, do you, and I know a lot of people do do this re religiously, right? do you allocate X amount of time a day for social media, as in just for posting and the occasional reply to comments, or, or do you just do it as a whim, as and when? I just do it pretty much all the bloody time. Mm. I'm, I'm nearly always on it. On social media? Yeah, yeah. So if I'm you, not working, but yeah. I find the difficult thing for me with Instagram is you have to post from your phone. Mm. I know somebody said that recently there's a way of doing it through a website. Yeah, a you website, can do it. Yeah, you and can it's do a faff, it, yeah. but I'm like, surely, if they want you to use it professionally, you want it. It's weird. It's, what, I, what, what, be, what? I would be able to do it if I, if I wasn't on my phone. I'm, I've got my laptop in front of me. If I could do, right, I'm on my lunch break and I take 10 minutes to do Instagram posts and stuff or schedule. Mm. You know, I used to use Hootsuite and stuff like that to schedule posts yeah, yeah. For, for commercial clients. So I, I'd be able to do that. But mm. then I'm thinking, it's hard to justify it. Personally, if I, if I was doing it and I was doing it to build a brand, to build a Gary Goff or to build Gareth Danks and a YouTube following, I would be selective. I don't see the reason why you want to be posted to Twitter all the time. They say uh, you should just do one well. I, I, I would, uh, Instagram would be uh, uh, possibly there and mm. Facebook less and less. But if you look mm. at the big influencers now, so, uh, uh, um, uh, and I'll mention the name Thomas Eaton, for example, mm. he posts on Instagram regularly. He used to post on Twitter more regularly and mm. he used to post on Facebook more regularly and I don't think he does the Twitter or the Facebook that much anymore and it's more he'll post to Instagram and obviously his YouTube following uh, but he, maybe that's because he's now a lot bigger and, yeah. and, and he's just targeting where he wants to but if I was going to be developing my brand as Paul G. Johnson yeah. I would be it would be Instagram and concentrating entirely on yeah, the yeah. YouTube that's channel the, that's the way you do it yeah. 
I can't remember who it was, a good friend of mine, um, one of three people I'm thinking of, used to run uh, workshops, used to take people out and, and experience in the local area. And he said about two years ago, something happened with the algorithms. He used to get X amount of say like 500 yeah, likes or followers yeah. on his Facebook page, his mm. business page, which he never paid for yeah, organically. Changed, yeah. He said about two years ago, it just stopped. And right. then he actually put a post, he's really stressed about it. He put a post on his page saying, guys, is there something wrong? Is there something that going on? And he was really throwing me up. I think I know it was. He says, um, I'm really worried about it. Is, is something happening? It's, you know, I said, no, it's because I think whoever's in charge of making money from Facebook have now decided, unless you're paying for this exposure, you're not getting it. Because originally it was, you could get it generically. You could get it all, free. All kind of like, yeah. yeah. No, they changed it or they changed yeah. it all with Instagram just and recently. Mm, exactly really, the same. really, really worried about it. Because yeah. like, hang on, I, I sell calendars, I do workshops. Yeah. You know, he's got family and stuff. He's like, well, all of a sudden, I've, I woke up and I've got no no new likes, no new followers. And right. so I think, oh, hang on, that's a different league of, you don't see social media like that, do you? You see it yeah. as a bit like, but that's oh, what's the, Bob doing this weekend? Like, but you know? that, <laughs> isn't that the hypocrisy because Zuckerberg has always said mm. that he, he never wanted exactly. Facebook to be ad-driven. Exactly right, And yeah. so something has happened somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. That's probably the pressure of No, it's, it's all changed. Instagram has changed yeah. just recently as well. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's owned by Facebook, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's owned by yeah, Facebook, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, and, and, and the reason being because people who use it as a business tool, they want to try and drag you away from, okay, so you've got 100,000 followers, but now when you post a picture, that picture is no longer going to your 100,000 followers mm -hmm. because they want now you to receive less traffic, which means you're going to have to put your hand in your pocket and start paying for ads. What's interesting is with Instagram, because my, my followers have, have increased quite a lot since I've been posting my own stuff since Christmas, uh, is the number of, uh, uh, off, uh, you know, these automated comments. Forex trading. Oh, I my, never used to get YouTube's those. YouTube's got this. I never used to get them. And now, uh, in the last few weeks, because I'm approaching 4,000, yeah. I think, I'm getting loads. Yeah. And the other thing is, is the number of, uh, number of com companies that are contacting me, yeah. saying, we've noticed your growth on Instagram. Do yeah. you want to work with us? And I'm only at 4,000. So God knows what mm. these people like. I won yesterday saying that you're, considering the amount of um, followers on Instagram, you should be getting more engagement on your images. Mm. Click on this link and we'll, we'll, we'll sell you basically some yeah. more. I was thinking, hang on, you're, yeah. you're yeah. basically you're telling me that I've got yeah. too many followers because I've obviously bought them, yes. right? And I've not got the engagement because I've yeah. obviously bought them, right? So here's a link for me to go actually go and buy some. Mm. <laughs> does, just, does anybody know about this buying uh, followers? I've been approached loads it, about it, but no, do, I, I don't. What, because I would presume it'd just be a, 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 a robot. A robot. They're not going to like your or, or comment or anything like no. that. No. But what's I was talking. Chris Hale was getting it as well. Another YouTuber. Um, people saying uh, fantastic video. Uh, if you want to learn more about photography, click on this link. And I thought, well, hang on. This is the first time. I thought well, I'll click on it and have a look. I think he had 30 subscribers or something like that, and there's no content. I thought, what's going on here? Yeah. Oh, a couple of days later, another one, another one, another one. I reckon in about two weeks, I've had 30. Yeah. The, from different names on, on YouTube the, yeah, on YouTube yeah. yeah different names but the same message mm. saying like, if you want to improve your and obviously you'll report it as spam but it's obviously coming from a different mm. name so but there's still I've given up it. reporting to Instagram as spam because nothing ever happens no, no, no. still getting them so I just have to delete them yeah mm. yeah but you won't get from the same person though will you no different no, names no, no, different, yeah, bots, so different accounts all the time yeah. yeah but as much as we're sounding negative towards social media you must you must remember when it works it works well incredible do you think we're being negative I don't. Uh, well, I don't think we're, we're sounding as positive as perhaps we could be. And there is there is a positive element to social media. Yeah, because I've got some friends who are doing extremely well yeah. with with 
with opportunities coming from manufacturers they get given gear um they get asked to go and visit i mean i mean i get i get asked to 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 no, I, I, to do stuff I, as well. I, I, I it's, it's really nice. It's really, it's really nice. It shows appreciation and stuff like that. And I, I've got some friends. Like, I mean, if I wanted to do street photography in Calcutta, mm. <laughs> I've got a guy yeah. who comments on my but pictures, where are they, where and he never says, "You've ever come to India? What, let what? me know. I'll show you old car." So the things like that, you're like, you like, "Wow, not, you can marry my sister." I'm not, I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not being social media negative. What I'm saying is, is, is I'd be really interested who, how who they're being approached by, from what platform. So YouTube will, uh, you, uh, uh, particularly if you've got the engagement and the comments on YouTube, uh, which I still have, is, is a great thing is, is I've got a core set of people who will watch me even after two months to put a video out and will comment. The companies see that and see the engagement and then will approach you, yeah? Mm. Same on Instagram, but the, the, it, I'd be interested your friends, what platforms those sponsors are seeing them on. Because always Instagram, uh, yeah, they're massive Instagrammers. So that's what I mean. They do like twenty that's stories what I mean. a day. So if I was concentrating, mm. oh, could you not? I they literally do twenty. I wouldn't be worried about Facebook. I, mm. I think it's a waste of time, and I wouldn't be worried about um, Twitter. If I was going to concentrate a business model, it would be Insta, and it would be YouTube. You say that's that about I Facebook, but the last couple of sort of portraits and, and, and weddings and then sort of events events that have come in have actually been oh I. I I've been a friend of yours for years. Um, you're always posting really, really nice photographs. Can you do this for mm. me? So I, th I do get work from Facebook and I don't advertise at all. I'll actually mention something that somebody, it was actually Sean Tucker that told me this. He was, I think, reading a book. Yeah. Um, and he said that um, always aim for the thousand subscribers or something like that. I think it was. It basically concentrate on a thousand subscribers. So even if you've got 10 or 20 or 100,000 subscribers or followers or whatever, the, the smaller. Um, concentrated group of the people he said that they're the ones that are actually going to engage with you you might have 10,000 followers 10,000 subscribers but he said you'll have say if you get to 1,000 1,000 people will either comment or engage with you or you know actually feel like they're human or even if you're having a workshop or if you're going to sell something that even if you've got 100,000 subscribers if you've got 1,000 that are pre prepared to actually purchase something from you or actually show you value he says you're succeeding and that's true. I think I, I think that's something I knew, mm. but completely got overlooked by the numbers and completely mm. forgot about no, the principle. Dead right. He's dead right. He's, he's absolutely spot on. But also, he's, uh, um, yeah, he's just, uh, to wrap up, he's mm. possibly remember loyalty. When people are, that, that 1,000 subscribers are going to be there with you through thick and thin. Yeah. And that's why I love the quality, not quantity. Yeah, I love, that's why I love my subscribers. The people that watch me, yeah. which is about five or six thousand, will watch every time I put a video out, and I think they're awesome for doing it. Let's do a follow up on this on the yeah. uh, on the next video, yeah, because I've I've got some comments I'd like to make on that Good. as well. Next video is on you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I send it now. That's it. Yeah. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks Thank so much you. for listening. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Cheers.